Hi, how are you? This is Brenda Shoshana. I'm so happy to be with you again for the second podcast of our series. And tonight we're going to talk about a wonderful saying, the whole world is medicine. What is the illness? What is the disease that we are really truly suffering from? Before I start, I want to let you know that you're most welcome to join us on the website zenwisdomtoday.com. You can join our discussion group where you can offer comments and suggestions or ask questions. And also, if you care to, you can subscribe to the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher. We'd love to have you with us and really appreciate your being here. So let's go into this Zen wisdom, big wisdom here um, tonight about what is the illness, really what is it that's causing the distress that we all go through. There are so many, many ways to, that we, in this day and age especially, that we find to feel better, to take away stress, to feel more relaxed. That's not actually the Zen way though at all. It's not about feeling better or feeling more relaxed. It's about not just working with the branches of a tree and taking away one problem and then another problem pops up or altering one thing. It's about going to the root, to the very root and digging out the root, which really is what causes our upset. So before we can go to the root and dig it out, we have to know, what is it? The whole world is medicine. This is a koan. What is the illness? We can't really treat our upset properly if we don't know what's causing it. And that's an important point. Many of the things we attribute to our upset, another person, a relationship, a bad family situation, yes, that's part of it, but it's not the root. And if we only handle that, we don't get complete relief from suffering, which is the point of Zen practice, to create a life that is free from pain, not from pain, but from suffering. From the Zen point of view, there's a big difference between pain and suffering. Pain in this world is inevitable. It just is. We fall, we bump our knee, we have a loss in our life, which is inevitable. We will feel pain. However, pain is different from suffering. Suffering adds on to the pain. It dwells on it. It makes up stories about it. It makes it much, much more complicated and worse, and it keeps it stuck to us. So in Zen, we don't do that. We learn how to deal with pain and not make it into suffering. And also, we learn something very important. We learn what's, what, when we go deeper and say, what's the cause? Why are we going through this? We look at the difference between medicine and poison. 
In many of our lives, we don't know the difference between medicine and poison. What we think is great for us is sweet, it's delicious, it's good for us, it's medicine. It turns out to be very toxic and poisonous. And things we don't like that might be bitter or upsetting, that can become a wonderful medicine if we understand what it is. So I want to go to something very fundamental, which is when the Buddha appeared, one of the things they asked him, "Who are you?" And he and he did not say he did not come to create a religion. He said he came to put an end to suffering, which is an incredible statement when you think about it. I would say that most of us don't even think it's possible to put an end to suffering, but actually it is. <clears throat> he didn't say, "I've come to put an end to pain." because certainly pain is part of life, but it is something we can learn how to take and let go and move along. It's the suffering that causes the wounds, the constant replay of what happened, the repetition of the old traumatic situation that prevents us from knowing how to let go. So what did Buddha say when we said to him, what's the cause of all this suffering? He said something that's actually very, very interesting. He said, you have all been shot with a poison arrow. That's the human condition. <clears throat> and I have come to pull the arrow out. He didn't say, I'm going to analyze the arrow. I want to know what level it goes in on. I want to know how long it is. He says, let's just pull the arrow out. Of course, many people do get attached to their suffering. And it's very scary for some of us to be healthy and happy. But in Zen practice, it's a process. It's a process. It takes time. It's not a quick fix. But it is a process of letting go of the poison and the poison arrow. And the first step, you have to just know what the poison really is. What is it that's continuing to fuel the suffering that we're in? And I will tell you, what the Buddha said. I think it's very interesting. It's different from what many of us might imagine. He said the three poisons that all beings have to one extent or another are greed, anger, and folly or delusion. That's very interesting and very different from what we might have thought. Because for many of us, our lives are organized around greed, which he means craving, wanting more and more, accumulating more and more, degrees, furniture, friends, big cars, big apartments. Now, it's not, this is not a moral judgment that greed is bad, but it's harmful to you or the person who's caught up in it because you never can feel satisfied. No matter whatever you have, you want more. That's the affliction. It's an affliction of greed. So interesting because especially in our society, we don't think of it that way at all. We think of, oh, look at this. I have this and I have that and I want more and I can have it all. That's the mantra. I want it all and I can have it all. And the strange thing is you already do have it all. <laughs> From the Zen point of view, you have everything. You just have to begin to divest yourself of these poisons, the greed that tells you, you got to get more, 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 more. 
or you're not worth anything. That's part of the delusions. That's another poison. The illusion that who we are, we don't know who we are. We create all kinds of fantasies about our identity, what we should be, what we're not. And we suffer deeply, I mean really deeply, about these false identities that we've constructed for ourselves and the feeling that we're not good enough, we don't match up to our imagination, how we're supposed to be or how someone else is. Rather than really getting to know who we are and how wonderful we are, all of us, without fail, without fail, it's only these poisons that come over us and prevent us from understanding that. Now, the other poison I didn't talk about yet much is a very important one. It's anger. And I, it's very interesting to view anger as a poison because many people love their anger. They're attached to it. They want to be angry. <clears throat> they feel it gives them kind of a false strength of some kind. It gives them an identity. I'm an angry person, so don't start up with me. But actually, the truth is, is that anger is considered a poison. And, and when we're in the grip of that anger, we don't think clearly. We don't know what's really going on around us. We're swept up. It's like a drug. And our behavior and our actions and our responses are harmful to both ourselves and to others. So how do we pull this poison arrow out? That's the question. How do we pull it out? What do we do to take to, to, to get it out of our lives? And one thing is it's very difficult because the whole way that the world is constructed, it seems to be focusing on increasing these particular poisons. The anger, the illusion, the delusion, and also the greed. So as we begin practice, as there's many, many, many elements to this question, and there are many answers, I'm just going to start a little bit tonight on this podcast to go into some of the ways. Some of the other podcasts will elaborate on this, and I, I will have a little segment which will look at it really more deeply because I think it's so important, especially in this day and age. It's so important to really understand what the medicine is. Here we know what the poisons are. What's the medicine? Now, usually we think we need something very complicated and elaborate for medicine, but Zazen Zen says Zazen practice is the practice of Zen meditation. In the Zen practice, we return to total simplicity. The medicine is who we are. It's called the Buddha nature, our own inner wisdom, our own inner love our own inner healing energies, which we all have a huge amount of, all of us, inevitably. And as we quiet down and simplify our lives and let go of all of these cravings and the anger and the dreams, we begin to get in touch with reality, with the reality of who we are and all the resources, the great treasures that everyone has within themselves. Great, great treasures. Our healing is within. We don't need to go running all around looking for it here, there, and everywhere. In the Zen center or in the Zendo, we have a quiet 
empty space, empty, empty, empty. We, we don't cling to all different objects empty. We keep it very clean and very sparing and very empty and gives us room to breathe, <laughs> not to be uh, fascinated and hypnotized and mesmerized by all these things we've accumulated. And together we sit, which I'll talk about that more next time, what sitting really is, what it really is. We breathe together, we don't move, we stop. We stop all the running around and the mad craving. There's a a Zen saying, the dog chases the bone. (laughs) And like a dog, we chase everything that comes into our mind and outside of ourselves. We just stop that in the beginning for just a little while. We stop. Just stop. There's a beautiful quote by Henry Miller who said, To stand still is the only true miracle. To stop. (laughs) When we stop, we're taking power and energy away from those poisons that are circulating through us. And we're making the time and the room and the space for our own inner Knowingness, our inner wisdom, our inner clarity, our inner kindness to come forth. It's very simple and it's very beautiful and it's very human. It's something we as humans need and we know deep down that this is a possible way to really, really, really find not just peace but clarity and relief from all the pain which is only caused from the Zen point of view by our own inner poisons and our own reactions to what's going on. So I think I've run out of time almost for today's podcast. I look forward to exploring this more in depth with you. And as I said, I really welcome any responses, questions, or comments you may have. Um, that's the website is zenwisdomtoday.com. My name is Brenda Shoshana. I'm, a, by the way, a psychologist and a long-term Zen practitioner and the author of many, many different books on Zen and on other topics. And um, thank you very, very much for listening tonight. It's been a pleasure to have this time with you.